Craggy Rugby Podcast, uh, the midweek mini edition, where we had the press conference today, and William, you you attended. How did it go? Yeah, um, a new uh, chap to us, Peter Wilkins, the defence coach, newly appointed defence coach, and the player was Finlay Bealham. Uh, very interesting to, to talk to somebody else, part of the new management team. Let's have a listen. Peter, this is your uh, first go at interprovincial rugby in, in Ireland. What are you expecting on uh, Friday night from Ulster? Um, I think primarily a, a huge physical contest. And um, having coached against them previously, I know that they bring that to, to all their games. Um, and the fact it's an interpro will only add to that. There'll be um, you know, a lot of personal battles all over the field, plus you know provincial reputation and pride so um, the physicality is something we expect and, and certainly something we've been, been preparing for. You've brought in changes I suppose to the defensive system here, How are they, st- are they starting to bed in now for, for everybody, for the coaches and the players, they're all starting to come to terms with them? I think so, Look, I think it's a work in progress if I'm honest with our defence, um, we've made good progress in some areas, I think we're in statistically in the top three in the competition for tackle success, for uh, for preventing opposition metres gained, um, so we're certainly making some gains there, and we're probably about average halfway in the competition for uh, for tries conceded and uh, and a couple of other areas, line breaks conceded, which which is is lower than where I'd like us to be, and we're certainly aiming a lot higher than that. Um, so look, we're making progress. Um, is that an excuse for for not winning games? No, it's not. You know, we we want to be progressing as we win. Um, but at the same time, each week we're seeing improvement. Um, probably the, the biggest issue for us defensively, I think, when our slip-ups have come, they've been pretty obvious slip-ups. They've been some really soft moments. Uh, that's been disappointing. On the plus side, that also means they're really controllable. So um, so for us, it's a, a little bit about our decision-making and making sure we, we actually rest control of those those big moments in games rather than letting teams off the hook um, once, once we've put them under some consistent pressure. So... Yeah, work in progress, reasonably satisfied with the progress, but but pretty excited about the improvement to come as well. Is, is part of that frustration the fact that some of the tries have been conceded very late in halves? And is that just down to maybe concentration switching off, or is it just a systems failure? Um, look, I think both are pretty closely linked, to be honest. Um, in terms of systems working, it's, it's about... Uh, fulfilling your job description or your role time after time and doing so under pressure. Um, and I think generally speaking at the end of first halves and end of second halves you know, if, you, if you haven't got the ball that, that can be the periods when you're under greatest pressure because the opposition uh, are looking to sort of turn the screw and, and get a positive outcome before the break or before the end of the game so look I think concentration, application I think it all goes hand in hand and, and when those things aren't quite on the money then, then that's when you get the chinks in the system um, but at the same time when you, you maintain that consistency you know, that's when you get good outcomes as well so you know, for us, there's, um, you know, it's the nature of being a defence coach or, or being a defender in a game. You, you can't be 95% good enough. You know, you've got to nail it every time. So, you know, that's our challenge. And, and as I said, we're making, making good steps every week. But, um, you know, for me as a, as a coach, you'd always like that to be a bit quicker. But uh, we'll get there. You know, we're really positive about it. And I suppose that's, none of that is an excuse. It's more just the context that that's why you're not seeing anyone this end, you know, pushing the panic button. We're, um, we're recognising progress and we're acknowledging that, but, uh, you know, we've got work to do as well. You worked with the Queensland Reds in Super Rugby uh, and then came up to Edinburgh. 
and then you come to Connacht. Is that, do you see any particular differences in defensive setups between Super Rugby and here? And if I can add to that, the Senecli game was a very, very open game. It's probably a nightmare mm-hmm. uh, for a defence coach because the tackling stats were down, but is that just simply because that was such an open game? Um, I think there's an element of that. It certainly was an open game against the Scarlets. And, um, you know, I think in general, um, that, that's the way they want to play the game. That's part of the challenge for us defensively last week. And as I said, you know, in some respects, I thought we did really well. Um, our line speed was much improved. We put them under pressure. Scarlets are always a team that want to create, um, create an overlap in, in the open side channels, in the open side 15-metre channels, and, and try and outnumber you there. So for us, the challenge was to prevent them getting the ball there rather than just... Uh, sitting off and letting them have their way. And I thought we did that really well at times. Um, and as I said, we just let them off the hook with, with sort of some soft decision-making and, and a couple of soft, um, soft contacts. So in that sense, it was probably fairly similar to, to Super Rugby and to the style of rugby that I kind of came through the ranks um, involved in. Um, certainly here in the Northern Hemisphere, I do think the weather's a big factor. I know that's a bit of an obvious cliche, but... Um, you know, those days, the couple of home games we've had here, you know, particularly the Glasgow game where, where the weather was pretty brutal. Uh, you know, for me as a defence coach, that's fantastic. So, um, you know, we always have a joke in the coach's office that uh, KK and Nigel are praying for a sunny day and I'm, I'm doing the rain dance, hoping that it uh, makes a mess of the game. So, um, look, that's a factor and it can help up here, but equally it can hinder. You can spend a lot of time defending, um, defending into the wind as well. So... Um, there's probably a greater emphasis, I think, on defence, certainly in my time at Edinburgh and, and now here at Connacht. Um, and I think, you know, it's for others to say, but that's part of the reason for, for me being brought into the club is to provide more of a defensive uh, defensive focus and, and a bit more accountability around that area. So, um, you know, that, that's part of my challenge and, and that's something I'm, I'm really excited about as well. Finley, it's another, it's a big night. It, it, for for the fans, games like this are almost it's almost like the season starts again when you hit the Inter Pros, but and then you're into Europe. But for for the players, is is it just another match, or, or does it go up a notch in intensity and preparation? Yeah, it's exciting. Inter Pros are you know it's the kind of stage where you think, all right, I'm going against uh, you know my fellow uh, countrymen and oh. How does that work with? <laughs> probably cut that. We know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, just going up against you know the fellow fellow players that would be pushing for Irish spots, and you know it's almost like a dress rehearsal for uh, the November Tests and the Six Nations or Summer Tour. So I think it goes up a notch naturally. Um, you know, you'd be up against players that are competing for spots. So you know, we'll have a good look at them, and uh, I'm sure we'll be you know up for it on Friday. And Ulster, do they bring anything particularly different, or is it is it just hard rugby in a in a hard, very passionate, very partisan setting? Yeah, they're they're extremely physical. Um, every time I've played them, it's uh, it's been a very tough game. They have some really big forwards up there. Uh, they like you know they they come out to kind of try and smash you up front. Uh, you know, scrums, mauls, uh, in the carry and the contact. So uh, we're going to be making sure we're physically primed and ready to go up there and uh, you know, meet that challenge head on. And the changes to the systems that we've alluded to here for the players, is, is that a, has that been a very fast learning curve with, with different ideas and particularly defence and even in attack situations? Uh, yeah, there, obviously there's new systems. Um, for me, it, it's 
you know, it's real refreshing to kind of, you know, get a new brand of rugby and playing a bit differently. And, uh, but at the end of the day, mate, like, you know, you're still kind of playing rugby and, uh, the systems are there, but, you know, for me, uh, bringing a bit of physicality in there and just nailing my set piece. Um, so a whole lot doesn't change for me. Okay, yeah, that was fascinating stuff, William. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting to talk to, to new people. Um, there's still a very confident buzz around the team, but I think we're going to hear from John Muldoon, uh, who spoke to us at the European launch in Dublin yesterday. And I think there is a realisation that they need results now, sooner rather than later. Uh, Kieran Kane has talked about the fact that he's having to be a bit more patient. Peter Wilkins talked about that today. And I think John saying he didn't want to be standing in front of me in six weeks' time telling me the same things about why they weren't winning games. Mm. So they're, they're getting to the crux point of the season now that they realise they need results uh, obviously for position in, in tables, the, the Pro 14 table, and also when they start playing in Europe, but also for their own peace of mind and the fact that they need to, to, to get the final piece of this jigsaw or the final 10 pieces of the jigsaw, whatever it is, into place. Yeah, yeah, and I suppose something that's going to be very helpful is, is quite an improved injury list. Yeah, the situation on the injury list this year so far is is, is quite good. Um, you know, we, we've got some people still um, on a number of weeks return. That would be include Andrew Brown and Sean O'Brien, who won't be back until early 2018, which is very unfortunate for him and mm-hmm. and the uh, the the team. Yeah. But we're and Peter Robin a similar situation. But we're now starting to see um, James Cannon has returned to training. Jake Heenan is seeing a specialist this week. He was limping and has picked up a knee injury at the end of the Slenekli game. Mm. But James Mitchell, Niadi Alokan, Matt Healy are there or thereabouts. They're still rehabbing. They're still getting ready. Some of them are on limited contact work. And, of course, Nali Adawa is looking coming, as always coming back. He's not quite ready, but uh, hopefully he'll be ready for, for Europe. And we'll have the squads announced this Thursday. And talking about Europe, we were up in Dublin yesterday at the at the launch where we, we chatted to John Muldoon and we also got a nice interview with Rory Best. Yeah, it was very good to uh, have a chat with him. Uh, John, as usual, very enthusiastic and uh, had plenty to say, uh, all of it very interesting. Um, he talked about Europe, we'll use some of that next week. Um, mm. But this week he talked about the forthcoming match in, and in some of his memories of playing in Ravenhill. And then I talked to uh, Rory Best who, of course, has scored plenty of tries and has had plenty of wins against Connacht. He's not playing on Friday because he's injured. And um, what he had to say about the importance that the that players place on these interprovincial games mm. uh, is, is interesting. Just looking at where Connacht are at the moment, uh, it's been a difficult start to the season, but there were signs on Friday night that things were coming round a bit, that the system is perhaps coming a bit more into play. Can they take that into Ulster on Friday? I hope so, yeah. Um, not been a nice place for us over the years. I think the last two or three years we've had um, decent performances. I think we've come away with a couple of bonus points, but geez, up to that, it's been an absolute graveyard. Um, it's a place that I've never come back with fond memories of anything um, other than a couple of stitches here and there and uh, uh, 
battered pride. Um, it's been tough. It's a, a tough environment, and I think um, the, the crowd put you under a lot of pressure. Uh, they put the referees under pressure, and um, Ulster always play well at home, and uh, they perform very well at home. Um, that's what we face obviously um, that's the other side of the coin but more importantly we've got to concentrate on ourselves um, each week the performance has got better um, it's good to see improvement because we've been working hard on the pitch we've been working hard off the pitch to try and get those things right and um, a new coach and a new way of doing things it takes time um, we don't wish we could come out and hit the ground running the very first day but it, it doesn't work like that and um, as long as you're getting better every week and you're cutting out some of those mistakes every week then you're giving yourself a better chance and um, don't get me wrong I don't want to be standing here in six weeks time saying exactly the same thing um, we've got to learn from our mistakes and um, the important thing is we are learning from some mistakes uh, but it's when other mistakes come up and then they cause you to lose a game is the frustrating part so hopefully we've made so many mistakes over the first five games that there couldn't be too much uh, left to come First of all, how's the uh, injury going? It's not too bad. Um, it's frustrating because it's slow as hamstrings and tourists they are. But yeah, look, we're I'm, I'm on course to as, as prescribed by the medics and, and hopefully maybe play some part in in the European Cup before um, the Autumn Internationals. But certainly we'll play in our last last game against Leinster before. Now that means you're going to be missing for uh, Friday night against Connacht. <laughs> in Belfast uh, so you won't be able to add to your six tries that you've scored against us <laughs> yeah I don't seem to score against anyone else really so which is good I think we couldn't play every week or be the top try scorer but yeah no, look at it frustrating because these are the sort of games that the games to date have been, have been frustrating to watch but when you get into the Interpro series especially a home Interpro for us um, they're the ones you want to play in. they're the exciting games I mean you have a team like Connacht and I think when you look on paper as to where they're sitting with only one win, you know, you could be fooled into that. But when you actually scratch the surface and you look, you know, a couple of um, losing bonus points suggest they've been really close on a bounce in the ball or a missed tackle or a tackle made um, along the way and it's a completely different story. So, look, we're under no illusions. We know how tough it's going to be. And with our um, poor performance last weekend away in Italy, we know that we need to bounce back. And, and if we don't, then we'll, we'll come off the back of another loss. And talking about interprovincials, uh, which sometimes, I mean, I know there are derby games in Wales and derby games in Scotland and obviously Italy and South Africa now, but the Irish interprovincials have such a long history that these are still big, big nights. I mean, Ravenhill will be buzzing on uh, Friday night. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when you look at it, they're the only ones that haven't really ever rebranded. You know, it's always been Ulster, Munster, Leinster and Connacht. You know, even the regions now, like the Scarlets, they're the Scarlets, and they're still a Clannethy club team, you know, and, and all of them still have their amateur clubs, whereas what you see is what you get with the Irish. And like you say, so you go back a long, long time, and you speak to anyone that's played provincial derbies, it's great now that that they're putting them in big, important weekends. You know, the weekend before Europe is a big, important weekend. Those Christmas weeks, and now having that third fixture in a row, the weekend before the last Europe, they're important games and they're games when you have your full team out and it's really important that probably a couple of years ago maybe the importance of the Interpros went out a little bit because they kind of staggered them around and nobody really knew but now 
these are the full teams. These are f- uh, and like I say, you speak to players ten, twenty years ago, like they remember the Interpros, they remember how ferocious they were, and and hopefully Friday night will be exactly the same with an Ulster win. Well, it's fifty. <laughs> it's fifty-seven years since we won there, but I will point out to any Ulster people who are listening, which is by my accent is my part of the world. Um, Connacht did win there in fifty-four, fifty-six, fifty-eight, and sixty, and. I've been told by a few Ulster, older Ulster fans that, that just annoyed us. <laughs> but it's got to turn around at some stage, but you're, you're confident for Friday. Okay, it definitely will turn around on some. And the problem with those sort of records is that they're there to be broken and they can sometimes weigh heavy on you. you know, look at the New Zealand, Ireland. You know, nobody wants to be in that team to lose for the first time and they were 111 years. But look, it's going to happen because Connacht are a quality side. And you know, to say that we're confident we are confident that we can put things in place to make sure that we perform and you know if we can perform at home we like to think that that we can beat anyone and um, it's not to say that that Connacht can't come up and put their game in us and, and us not perform you know I think to say you're confident is um, is you're confident in your own ability I think it's it's absolutely no like we know Connacht we know how good they are you know we haven't won down in Galway in a couple of years now so it's it's been really really difficult um, so it's um, yeah it's going to be a tough game and it's one that I know the boys will be looking forward to Okay that was that was um, good stuff from the two lads and we're looking forward to a cracking match on the weekend and we also have this interesting aspect of the match in that uh, ex-Connacht scrum half Frank Murphy is going to be the assistant referee yeah, I, I'm 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 looking forward to having a chat with with Frank at some stage. I'll be I'll be looking for that. I mean, a man who helped referees make decisions all through his career. Uh, a typical scrum half, always had plenty to say on the field. Uh, very passionate rugby player has now done the little, I suppose it's poacher turned gamekeeper. Um. So yeah, it should be fascinating. Okay, William, we'll we'll leave it there. I think it's um that's a handy nice little mini pod for the week, and we'll be back at the weekend. Of course, we're we're all up at um, Raven Hill. It's one of my favourite places to go and watch a rugby match, and and to commentate. So I think um, both myself and yourself are joining Rob. I think uh, looking forward to Raven Hill. Yeah, it's great ground. Uh, it'll be a good atmosphere. Uh, it's it's a ground that just really works well. It's 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 everything about it is right and. Uh, Hopefully we'll get the right result. Uh, probably no need to push <laughs> the fact that we haven't won there for 57 years, uh, which is a long time. But these records are there to be broken, and hopefully they can take another steps forward from, from last week in Sinekli. Um But Ul- Ulster will, will bring a big challenge. The fact that they lost to Zebra uh, at the weekend mm. will will concentrate their minds, I think. and it, it, It'll be a tough night, but Hopefully it'll be a good game and uh, we might get the right result. Yeah, I'm expecting a cracker and it should be a good commentary. Okay, thanks a lot, William. Take it easy. Good night, Alan.